0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1140. I am your host, Greg Audino, and I thank you for joining me today. Today, we'll be taking a question from a listener who is four months removed from a breakup, a breakup from her first long-term relationship, that is. She's struggling, of course, uh, and is a little irked by some of the fears she finds herself having about her dating life going forward. So, let's take a look at her question, let's do our best for her, and start optimizing your life. Hi Greg, I just got out of a three year on again, off again relationship about four months ago. He was the first person I was intimate with, my first boyfriend, and the first person I loved romantically. We do not want the same thing. I want a serious relationship, and he wants to prioritize himself and be single and non-committed. I've been trying to focus my attention on my studies, my friends, and family, but I still miss the emotional comfort and the affection he provided. Relationships do not come easily to me. I am often scared of men or not interested. I'm not meeting anyone at the moment, and I'm having difficulties being happy single. What if I never love someone romantically again? What if I have to resign myself to this loneliness for the rest of my life? I realize I sound a bit dramatic or like a hopeless romantic, but I cannot help thinking these thoughts when faced with the unknown. Okay, thanks so much for reaching out with this question, Asker. It really means a lot that you did, because I know this is hard. And also because if you're someone who struggles with relationships in general, like you said, it can be extra difficult to showcase this part of yourself like you have and have enough trust in us to receive that part of you. So thanks for sharing and being brave enough to enter into whatever this relationship might be with us here at OLD. Now, I think the short answer here is not an uncommon one, uh, though it's also not one that's necessarily easy to sit with at this point in your recovery. And that is that, Everything you're feeling, even the extreme nature of these questions about being alone forever, is natural. Why wouldn't it be? If you can try to think about someone else who might be in this same scenario, why wouldn't they be in shambles after only four months out of the most real romantic and physical relationship they've ever known? Is there any reason that recovery should be uh, complete right now? It's been almost 600 episodes since I've narrated the show, and I can't think of one. Uh, So, you know, sometimes it just, I know it almost feels like a cop-out answer, but sometimes it just has to suck. A lot of us are constantly looking for solutions, and we do often hear that we have to go through hard times to get to the good ones and then back and around again. So, like, we can see the hope, and we just want it to arrive really quickly, but until it does... It's okay to feel sad about this. It's normal to feel sad about this and and frankly to feel a little lost as well. Being compassionate towards yourself about this is a much healthier alternative than berating yourself, beating yourself up about bad feelings and not allowing yourself to have them, effectively turning against yourself. That's not what you need right now. But with that being said, um there are still things you can do amidst the the suckage. <laughs> so Let's talk about how you can spend this time and make the most of it while also allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. Now, the first thing I would ponder is where else, if anywhere, you're getting the emotional comfort and affection that you mentioned. And affection comes in many forms, mind you. So you mentioned trying to focus your attention on friends and family, and that is great. But what does that time look like? Is it truly nurturing and are you vulnerable when you need to be with these people? Or is it just more time spent together, uh, even if it's just like on the phone or something, you know, uh, not really talking, void of true connection? Which is okay sometimes, but not in the moments when you need to reach out. If relationships are tough for you, maybe it can be hard to truly ask for this and give yourself over, even if those relationships are familial or platonic. Part of improving your relationship with the idea of relationships will be likely ridding yourself of extremes such as finding one person, relying on them completely for your emotional needs once you trust them, and then sheltering yourself from the rest. I'm not saying this is what you're doing. I don't know that. But if it is, then it's time to start spreading the wealth if you can, getting affection and nurturing from different sources, friends and romantic relationships and family. And on that note, the second thing I would say is that This is as good a time as any to further explore why it is that you are often scared of men or not interested, as you put it. And no, this is not a means of getting over your ex immediately or getting with someone else immediately. It has nothing to do with that. Rather, it's a likely crucial step in self-understanding that will help your relationship with yourself and your relationships with others long term. So ask yourself, why do you guard yourself? Where does that come from? Perhaps spending time with these questions will make you feel less distant from your single self. And that's the part of yourself that's on full display right now, and the part of yourself you'll always have to deal with, even if you are in a happy relationship with another person. And finally, there's the question you're facing about never being in love again, uh, kind of the nucleus of this whole thing. So look, I can tell you a hundred times that it's okay to be asking yourself this question. Maybe that makes you feel good. Maybe it doesn't really help all that much right now. Sounds like we can also both agree on these questions being illogical. <laughs> That's love. Not sure what that does for your feelings either. But if you're here looking for me to offer some perspective on it, then no, like, yeah, like the hard facts are that, of course, there's no evidence to support the idea of you ending up alone. You disclosed your age in your email. So we both know that you have a long future ahead of you and that it's statistically highly improbable for anyone to meet their best match on the first try. I know, hard numbers, boring stuff, lack of feelings. I'm sorry about that. Um, it's It's besides the point anyway. The more important thing to consider about your worries of ending up alone forever, I suppose, is this. Even happily married people never know if they'll end up alone. It's only bad feelings that can ever make us worry about that very idea and make it seem like a reality. Ultimately, it's always unknown, as is everything. You ended your question with the words, when forced with the unknown. So why that language, I guess? Why must the unknown come to you with force? Why can't the unknown be what it is? Unknowable and unsolvable. And why don't you trust yourself to adapt to it? Haven't you been doing that your whole life? Haven't you gone through big changes and come out the other side with more knowledge and experience, even if it was tough at first, even if you felt no hope at first? Sure you have. This is no different. So why must the unknown be something to fear? It might take a little while to grapple with that, especially right now. But when we both take a step back from this and look at it objectively if possible, we know that this pain will change. Your perception of it will change with experience. In the meantime, it's okay to let these, quote, overdramatic and hopelessly romantic thoughts be part of your experience. Four months out of your first serious relationship is not a long time at all, and the way you manage all of this will change. For right now, you are where you are. You're learning about yourself, you're reaching out for help, and you're getting a lesson in true connection. So even though it hurts, I promise you're doing just fine and you are right on schedule. And that should do it for this Q&A episode, dear friends. To the asker, I really hope this helped you out. If not, you know you can always reach back out if you need to. As you know, the email address is advice at oldpodcast.com. For everyone else out there, in case you haven't heard, that's where you can send questions of your own into the show. You'll definitely hear back from me, and we will do what we can for you, keeping your identity anonymous, of course. So have a great rest of your Saturday, everybody, and thanks so much for being here. Wishing you all the best and hoping you'll be back again tomorrow for the beginning of a two-part post by Mark Manson. And that's where your optimal life awaits.